Welcome to the Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen Canyon, and I'm so excited to champion, encourage, and edify you every day right here. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Well, so how many secrets do you think there are to being beautiful? And somebody might say, well, uh, how many uh, different cosmetics do I have? Or uh, just look in my closet and you can see all the different outfits, and each one of those represents one one of the secrets to being beautiful. So much research over the years has gone into trying to understand what it is that makes us attracted to each other. And I've got to tell you, when you conduct those kind of studies using the natural senses as your guidepost, well, the results are never going to be conclusive. They're always going to be somehow just sort of concluded by the senses. Trying to understand what makes someone beautiful this way, of course, comes up with ideas that are just all over the map, and they will establish things like, well, you know, women may like how tall a man is, or that he's bald, or has a full head of hair, or maybe he's beautiful to them because of his mustache. (laughs) Or simply men think that a certain female body type is beautiful. She's hot. She's gorgeous. But you know what? I always come back to some kind of distinguishing feature. Um... They're always looking, or they, if you look at the studies, they're writing something down that, you know, well, it just looks good to the eye. Oh, it just, that, that captivated me because it looked like my daddy or <laughs> looked like my mom or so, something I was originally attracted to as a child. Glad to have you back with us today, and I really do appreciate you jo- for joining us again for the Law of Attraction Kinetic Belief Podcast. And by the way, I never take you for granted, and I can tell just you know from some of the emails we've been getting that through a heart's desire, we have somehow found each other. And for that, I'm very grateful. I'm Stephen Canyon. KineticBelief.com is the website. KineticBelief at StephenCanyon.com is the email address. Through the Law of Attraction, Kinetic Belief, we are going to gain understanding on what reveals someone as being a beautiful person. Speaking of which, good morning, Megan. (laughs) Hola. Hola. Buenos dias. Beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Muy bonita. (laughs) How are you today? I'm really good. You look radiant as always. Thank you. I'm already laughing though at your (laughs) open. Isn't it something though? We are in deep. (laughs) We really, and well, we've got an hour to try to dig out and we've got so much we're going to cover today. So much information here. And uh, when we start overlaying the lens of kinetic belief and the law of attraction with a topic, something like, you know, the secrets of being beautiful, there there truly is a lot to to, uh, as you like to say, <laughs> unpack here. To unpack, and I, I just loved oh, that you already got us into, you know, do you think they're beautiful? Because you have daddy issues. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, here we go. We'll have to devote, what, like 30 seconds to that <laughs> oh one. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I love it. Well, you know, it is beauties in the eye of the beholder. I've heard that a lot, and there are many, 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 many opinions on this, so... I'm kind of curious to see where you end up on it. Usually honestly. when there are a lot of opinions is because there's a lot of confusion. Mm. There's a lot going on biologically, yeah. um, spiritually. We don't really uh, have a correct understanding of yeah. what beauty is. And uh-huh. uh, there's just, you know, how much music has been written about beauty and love. And all this. It's, oh, yeah, it it's... stirs the soul, but it stirs more than the soul. When you... <laughs> oh, it stirs you. Um, well, and you just said something interesting that this is something I always if I ever see an article about this topic or hear an interview I'm just sort of glued to it just um, what we think is beautiful based on biology I've always thought that's fascinating because you know that's one of those things where you just look at something or someone and you're in love (laughs) you know you're so pretty (laughs) but why you know the why is that (laughs) you're so beautiful (laughs) The beautiful Brittany. (laughs) I always have friends that I make fun of. You know, they they get so, they spend so much time getting ready to go out. And and I'll just spend the whole night going, you're you're beautiful. (laughs) You're so pretty. (laughs) And they don't don't like that very much, but (laughs) they love me. It's okay. I'm sure they don't. You know they do. That's exactly what they wanted to hear. And and, uh, just don't fail to mention the shoes. Oh, right. The shoes. Love your shoes. And you're beautiful. That goes a long way. Gosh, you know, and beauty, we're talking about it 
episode, of course, today in uh, relation to people and what we believe is beauty and what makes someone beautiful. But um, we were talking earlier today before the podcast about uh, just watching the birds out on the beach. And you mentioned the other day, what a thing to be a bird. Yeah. And you just pointed out, look, you know, we were looking at some of them floating out on the water mm-hmm. and then others that would dive down and swim beneath uh, the water. And then they're walking on the beach or they're flying through the air or they're migrating. Birds can do it all. Well, and they have these perfect little bodies shaped like boats and they can float on anything and they can walk. I mean, they're just they're pretty I'm spectacular. It's pretty amazing. They can isn't do it? it all. And and what got me thinking is, you know, I'm looking at the window right now, actually, at the ocean. And every two minutes or so, I'll just see a huge bird just dive bomb the water and a big splash happens they come out with a fish it's just beautiful it's a, what an amazing creation there are two powers at work in the universe and one of them leads to an advancing life and the other one is to decay and there's something about the curse and you look at well for example the, the little penguin who can't oh. fly actually they can swim underwater though Oh yeah, they can do some cool stuff, but but there's a lot they can't do. But you know what 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 is it that said you will forever be cursed to wear a tuxedo and stand there with an egg on your feet for and a you, year? And you don't think you can fly. You cannot. <laughs> and you can actually barely walk. So oh, but they're oh, so cute. Well, you know what? A a beautiful person is actually it's someone who has a, a distinctive personality. Okay. Um, it's, it's one that can laugh at anything, including themselves. And it's somebody that is especially kind and caring to other people. A beautiful person is the one that can inexplicably make you feel really good just by being around them. And as a result of that, they can also bring sadness when they're gone. A beautiful person is someone that you will never, ever really get to know what they could have been on the bad side. Mm. Wow, that's... That's really an interesting definition of beauty. Well, I think so. And, you know, when we look at it through kinetic belief, the law of attraction, we're going back to original source of what makes someone themselves. And so we're now all of a sudden, since we've been talking about birds, we're migrating away from the senses and we're getting down into the core, the original source of what makes someone uniquely different. And so as we really unpack this this topic today, I think we're going to be revealing some things that are um, stimulatingly exciting to all of us because the potential for authentic beauty is in each one of us. And I think it's fascinating to consider what the qualities that you just listed off, kindness and and always making people feel better, all those qualities... I think it's interesting the effect that those actually do have on just a person's basic looks because I mean we've all experienced it you're somewhere and someone enters a room a man or a woman and you look at them and and they just strike you they they are striking and they're and they strike you as beautiful and typically there's a radiance there there's something that catches your eye but I I think that after you're saying all those qualities I kind of wonder if those actually do affect your countenance Oh, I think so. And I think it's such a a realization that, of course, the cosmetic industry is a multi, multi multi-billion dollar industry. And, of course, clothing and apparel and all those outward expressions of what we hope other people will interpret that we are actually on the inside. Mm. And so, you know, how much is spent uh, just on makeup and painting on the face of joy and happiness? You showed me um, something the other day. I think it was Halloween and these young girls had that were dressed (laughs) up like they're their moms yeah they said they said i'm dressed up as a tired mom and it was just the cutest thing their hair was all crazy and they had painted you know the dark circles under their eyes and they had actually like rubber banded baby dolls like to their legs (laughs) and their arms it was really funny looking (laughs) but you know they took the visual of of, there was the mascara and it's all you know smeared down the face because of the hard day that someone was having so they started out looking good and thinking they were perhaps beautiful but the day caught up with them well and i always find too that that sort of cultural discussion of beauty interesting because you'll have a school of thought that says "Eh, you know you're beautiful you don't need makeup and then but at the same time well part of being beautiful is being you and so if you want to do a thing then that makes it beautiful oh sure there's so Mm -hmm. many contradictory you know everybody has their opinion of what you know you should or shouldn't do beauty wise um but but today it sounds like we're just really 
focusing on that individuality that can come through. Well, I remember a few years ago, there was um, a, a mother at a PTA in, in meeting and her, her daughter was getting an award for something and she uh-huh. was sitting there um, and we said, well, she, your, your daughter really looks pretty tonight. She said, pretty is as pretty does. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought, okay. Well, you know. <laughs> so apparently, there's some other issues at, at home. Oh, there. Maybe. Well, and you know, beauty it it is so prolific through our society. From our, I mean, it's, we're bombarded with the ideals of it, what, what it should be, um, and then you know, you're that's counteracted with. And obviously, I mean, I don't want to say it's just for women because men have these standards that are put on them as well um visuals and our physicality can can i think contribute to so much negative pressure in society sure and you know when we do begin to break this down and you understand of course and i think most everybody does the difference between an outward expression of beauty and then the inner countenance that we've been talking about of what makes someone beautiful it seems like they're just two parts to the puzzle there's the outward expression and the inward expression and you know you've got the the understanding of well just like the movie pretty woman and okay that's a (laughs) she's is, is she beautiful well you know apparently a lot of people thought so because she had the high heels and the, 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 the big hair. And so there's a beautiful woman, pretty woman. But now, and then there's the other side of this, that's the inward beauty. But, you know, there's really so much more to knowledge than meets the eye. Mm. Knowing this doesn't change anything for most people because most people still struggle with self-image or trying to make people believe they're one, especially today with social media and, you know, all the different ways that people paint themselves digitally to be an expression of what they want others to think of them mm-hmm. rather than being the authentic self. And I would tell you that without the lens of kinetic belief, the law of attraction, what we're going to be talking about today is actually impossible for someone to achieve without understanding how the law of attraction works. And it's funny because, uh, you know, you mentioned photoshopping, airbrushing and and but that's always been around that's the thing this this issue or this topic has always existed i mean if you think about it corsets were basically the early version of photoshop well, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. And it always goes back as, you know, as, as old as history is to people not being authentic, trying to be something that they're not, trying to go with the crowd. But, you know, the unique self is what makes someone attractive. Authenticity makes someone sexy. The soundness of thoughts that are being expressed and genuineness of conversation and confidence in differences is the thing that exudes beauty. Mm. That's that's interesting because it makes me think that what's happening on the inside and in the mind will inevitably leak out into the physical. And, you know, what you wear becomes more authentic. The the way you do or don't do makeup, your hair, everything that you are sort of using to exude a certain a specific image that you want people to approach you and to see um it's all sort of leaking out from this this inner these inner ideas the truth comes out at the end of the day we were watching something (laughs) on on ridiculousness the other day and there were these two attractive women out on the street and they were they were dressed to the nines and yet they had their 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 little stilettos off and they were beating beating each other senseless with their (laughs) with their dress shoes it it only lasted until they got downtown and then the truth comes out so there's there's more to it than meets the eye well yeah yeah i mean isn't that it you know you look at you can it's so easy you know beauty can be very deceiving too you can look at it and go "Ooh, shiny that's pretty but then the next moment they're it's 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 ugly. <laughs> it ugly. You're not going to understand this unless you understand kinetic belief in the law of attraction. Because it's not about the clothing. It's not about the hair. It's not going to be about the makeup or or the mustache. It's going to be about the way the smile radiates warmth and honesty. It's going to be about how a person dances when they're excited, regardless of who's watching. It's all those special qualities that make someone genuine. You see, these are the people that catch your breath and your heart. It makes you overjoyed and and optimistic about the planet that we're all on to see an original work of art. It's a beautiful thing. Well, I've always thought that makeup, clothing, all these cultural things that are attached to beauty, I think they're, they can be, they have the potential to be as creative an outlet as an art form like painting or music. Um, 
and but you can't approach it that way if you're trying to artificially create that just like you can't artificially create an original painting and so I think this topic of you know sort of the physical being the result of what's inside of you is fascinating because you can't fake that authenticity needs no enhancement yeah exactly Mm. exactly that's good. You know, the soul of a human, that inner beauty, that original source purpose is mostly forgotten, and it's rarely seen anymore. And I think that it goes back to the one percenters that are, again, purposely, uh, purposefully using the law of attraction to draw the essence of the original source of who they are out to be an expression in this world, that inner light, if you will. Because beautiful is often used synonymously with the fake stuff. Like you're talking about, it's aligned like most things lost to the highest viewpoint, and it's promoted by the imitation, the fakery, the law of attraction kind of beauty is not hot or sexy. Now, not having any body fat or having large breasts or the the perfect tan, those effects on natural senses, they don't make a person beautiful. Not Mm. truly, genuinely beautiful to the definition that we're talking about today. Well, and it sounds like from what you just said that we're we're talking also about a longevity, a sustainability even to to being beautiful. Exactly. Yeah, because that's not sustainable. You know, if you, it's called aging. Jeez Louise. I mean, you know... It's uh, it happens, and you can age very well, but you will still age, and and so if you are depending on, you know, looking a certain way, a very specific way, and your identity is attached to that, um, that means your identity will fade with well, it. Well, that's right. It's the masquerade that ages. The inner beauty is ageless, and it knows no expression of time. It's just an expression, and I I just want the individual listening right now to know that beauty is a pure non sexual thing Mm. and it comes from the right combination of falling in love with your within a a deep enough love an unconditional love that you know what you will want to take the personality that you locate on the inside of you in the quietness of those moments that you have that are shared only with yourself you'll want to take that personality that you find there by the arm and then you're going to want to take that out on the town that's going to be the one that you're dating that's going to be the one that first and foremost you've fallen in love with unconditionally and now you want to share that with all others to see you want to peacock that person around town and and you're going to be proud of who you're walking down the street with i love that concept that you you can start out feeling well for just ugly you know not beautiful whatever that means to you and then you can actually create and stir up beauty within yourself with kinetic belief and and it is important you know and and i guess there's a cliche that sort of says you know beauty beauty comes from within i mean we've heard that so many times but it really does <laughs> it really does and you know usually the people that are saying that don't know how to access that mm-hmm. and they're just thinking and, and often and now here's the thing a lot of people that say you know beauty comes from within are quick to want to put their their negative emotions on you because after all that came from within oh i'm a dramatic person and i'm angry and for you to see the beauty of my anger i've got to throw a couple of pots and pans <laughs> at you and and we miss it we don't understand what it means to be a positive influencer in a negative world and as a result that inner beauty is never going to actually radiate and you are uh, double-mindedly demonstrating a nature of your two natures of yourself you're bi-natured and you are walking around just a loose cannon giving people a piece of your mind and therefore that light of your inner beauty is not ever really going to shine people don't really know the essence of the true beautiful person that you are because you don't understand kinetic belief of the law of attraction and how that works well think just how many um I, I hesitate to say they're beautiful, uh, symmetrical. <laughs> Think how many symmetrical people there are in the world. You see them all the time. It's, you know, if you want to be inundated with what the world says is beautiful, you can be. Um, so it, it does seem like, you know, accessing this unique brand, your own unique sense of beautiful and sort of generating that enough to even be seen in the physical is is going to 
go so far in setting you apart because i mean the world has you know what symmetrical people they exist there are tons of them many of them um but there's just there's just that one you well i think the way to the best way to understand attractiveness and what you're talking about the symmetric beauty is you can go into just about any any store now and you can buy a bouquet of flowers that look exactly like real flowers they're plastic (laughs) <laughs> but they look and feel like, even to the touch, a, a bouquet of flowers. Mm. And then you can go and get the real thing that grew from a seed and has the organic material and matter of a flower and the essence and the scent and the nature of a real flower. Put those side by side and stand across the room and you can't tell the difference. Do you think that you can, that, that you can correlate uh, the physicality of beauty with inner beauty from the sense of technically people think that like we were just saying symmetry is typically considered beautiful and do you think that can actually be parlayed into the physical like a a spiritual symmetry or an emotional symmetry which is really balanced i I don't like the word symmetry uh, because symmetry is going to denote there that there has been a um a, a reforming of the original which is made perfect now symmetry is something we want to Uh, When you look at symmetry in the natural or in the physical time that we're actually in, what we're doing is we're unbecoming a lot of things to go back to the original source, which is an expansion or radiation to to put symmetry on light would to would be to diffuse it or to define it as something that we can somehow grasp. The inner beauty of original source is expanding beyond symmetry, beyond borders, beyond definition. And to be able to express that, then we're going to gladly promote with confidence both the fullness of who we are without reservation to all that we are that is pure and good. That is a beautiful person. The person that is not trying to put forth some defined expectation of what we believe to be to the senses, beautiful, but we are allowing ourselves to flow and to be bigger than anything that can be thought of or imagined. So what is one of your secrets for being beautiful? One of my secrets for being beautiful? Well, beauty is something that actually few understand and even fewer people have used kinetic belief to attract the substance of or to release, and yet beauty is possessed by everyone. All of us have beauty. All of us were formed with and created with beauty. It's not something that we can just, you know, say, well, it's just felt within you. And it's it, because it's not what you feel. Everybody you meet will also feel. That's not, that's not the thing. It's the expression of your soul in the light. When you bring it out, it's that fullness of expression. When you see something you find truly beautiful, it's like the feeling of being in love. The best, and the best way to understand beauty it's, is it's inexplicably, uh, it's, it, it's uh, beauty is strong, beauty is pure. And, uh, and I'm sure that there are some that are saying, well, what do I need to do? I, I hear what you're saying and I want to be beautiful. What do I need to do? All right. You were originally designed by the creator of the universe with every inherent characteristic for perfection. However, your entrance into the physical came 6,000 years after, after corruption marred perfection, beginning the process of moving the universe from order to disorder. But now the good news is, is that you were predestined with an ability to choose the redemptive qualifiers, the thing to make by choice, going back to that original who you are and unbecoming the things that have tried to redefine you or redefine your beauty. Now, those qualifiers are found in your in your consciousness. And so what we do is we ask for wisdom and, and then we will receive it. Ask for it and begin to attract that original source of idea and wisdom. What, what do you believe your life would look like if everything was created perfect? Go to that highest viewpoint of yourself. Create the thought form for the imagination and journal that. What do you think it would look like if everything was created perfect? To the Going back to the original intention. Now, the original source within you, you see, it contains all of the answers. So just ask the question. Ask it out loud and then be quiet and listen. Stop talking 
unlike me. <laughs> Stop talking long <laughs> enough and listen. Listen to how the question is going to be answered because that answer already exists. But you, you have to ask the question and then be quiet and listen. Then journal the revelation as it comes because kinetically believing to see your perfected life and the law of attraction, is it's going to do the rest. It'll take care of it. Most people simply put a beautiful person as someone that isn't like anyone else or meets that that, uh, defined definition of what we think is going to be attractive. When everyone is going right, however, the person that's beautiful is the only person that's going left. They're the only person that's doing what's unique and correct for them. And that's what makes someone beautiful, is that authenticity. Um, You were just talking about, okay, I want to be beautiful, what do I do? Um, One of the biggest issues I hear from people when they're talking about beauty is a lack of confidence. And that can come from being introverted, uh, a chronic shyness. There can be many, many reasons um, for lacking that confidence. What what do you practice to uh, sort of stir up confidence in, in you? Confidence is simply fear that I'm not going to uh, meet up with your expectation of what beauty is. Uh, a lack of confidence, rather, is someone that's saying, I'm just not sure that I'm going to meet your definition mm-hmm. of what is beautiful. Yeah. The person going out on a date, you know, I really want to make a good impression with this with this person tonight. So I hope to uh, to... to match the expectations that they have of what is beautiful. And that's going to affect your confidence because, first of all, you're not being uh, authentic. And you're prepared right now, right out of the gate, to be uh, artificial, superficial. You're not loving yourself unconditionally by doing so. There is no way that you could love this person you're going to meet because you are trying to portray yourself already before you've even gone out on the first date as something that you're not. So you're going to smear it on and walk in there and say, how do you like the person I'm pretending to be. Wow, that would give a lot of anxiety f- just to show up in public if you're <laughs> you're not even being authentic. That's a good point. That That's where the lack of confidence comes from. Listen, beauty has nothing to do with appearance, only the heart. Beauty has nothing to do with appearance, only the heart. You work on that and then the appearance changes. It, but it, it's the radiation. The appearance is the radiation of the beauty. Mm-hmm. It is not the beauty. So what would you say to someone listening to this and they say, you know, yeah, I want to be beautiful inside and spiritually, and that all sounds really good, but can I look in the mirror and change what I see with the law of attraction? Is that possible? Can I manifest an image, a physical image that I'm seeing in the mirror? Is that, I mean, you know, is that something I can even do? No, because you're trying to change the root from the fruit. You're trying to work on the, the root crux of who you are by addressing the fruit. And you're going right back to the to the to, uh, online. You're ordering the makeup again. You're going out looking for just the right outfit. You're working on the fruit, and you're never going to be satisfied. That's why when you go into most uh, department stores, you'll see all these people rifling through the clothing, rifling through all of this, the merchandise that's being put <laughs> out there to help make you, quote, beautiful. Because they're they're continually working on trying to portray themselves as some they're not going to the root of the issue and the root is in, on the inside of all of us is something that's unique that you've got to accept that this is not going to be like anyone else and that's what most people are fearing is that when I look in the mirror as you put it and I see something that no one else has now all of a sudden I'm fearful that there's something quote wrong with me mm, there's yeah. nothing wrong with the uniqueness of you what is right is that you are different and it's not going to be until you embrace that difference that you're going to be able to fall in love with who you are and it's not until then that you're going to be able to actually be beautiful a beautiful person is someone that's fallen in love with their uniqueness with the differences that they have that and that's a cool person with confidence that can walk into a room and and laughs, has an easy laugh about them, and um, appreciates everyone else there for their own uniqueness, mm-hmm. and doesn't judge anybody. In fact, they're looking for differences. That's someone that understands that all of us were created differently. And so we're not judgmental, but you know, accepting differences is something that is beautiful and unique. It sounds like what you're describing is even rooted in, in not caring what p- other people think. 
Oh, absolutely. You don't, you don't care. That's, yeah, you, you stopped caring about what other people will think a long time ago as a kinetic believer in the law of attractor. You are working on you. Well, because that's one of the hard things about feeling beautiful, isn't it? It's, it's you're, you're sort of walking around like, like scanning, scanning eyeballs and scanning looks. And are people, you know, let me check myself in this window reflection. And what do I look like to the outside world? And that's, a, that's an easy trap to fall into. Yeah, if you're walking, if you're thinking, I don't feel beautiful today or today. I do feel beautiful. You're still being led by feeling. You're being led by emotions. And those things always change. So there is no way you're going to have 100% success of knowing that you're beautiful as long as you're being fed or led rather by emotions and feelings. You know, and the better, the, the more you get to know yourself and even your own style, I mean, uh, the better it's going to go for you. I was shopping the other day and I looked at a mannequin wearing something in the window and I thought, you know what, if that outfit does, doesn't even look good on a six-foot mannequin, I don't think it's going to look good on me. Right, right. <laughs> the power of, of advertising, though. You know, I'm 5'2", by the way. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, here's the thing. Somebody that's really authentically beautiful, that's embracing the essence of who they are, is going to be beautiful um, when they are mowing the grass when they have makeup on, when they don't have makeup on, when they're Mm. coming out of the swimming pool or they're getting into it, when they're sweaty and hot, when they're not, when they are old or when they're young, Mm. that is a beautiful person that has embraced themselves and the authentic self that they are, expressing that their their true personality. And you can always count on their yes being yes and their no being no. And there's no gray area. You don't have to read between the lines to see who this person is. They're authentic. You know them. They're, they are dependable and they are predictable and they are their predictability is based in uniqueness. Seems like you're revealing that beauty is, is about strength and a unique effervescent quality that can only be found in that one person. Um, you talk a lot about loving yourself unconditionally and many times in our conversations you that will lead to you teaching about health taking care of yourself loving yourself mentally physically and emotionally um what role do you think that health plays in in feeling being beautiful well again that's uh, the difference between the root of a problem or an issue and the fruit and actually feeling good is the fruit of uh, working on the the inner self the Mm. within and that always follows and feelings are we need to look at feelings as something that's following you rather than leading you here's the thing that's good when we're talking about the law of attraction and we're talking about kinetic belief. We can always go back to science if we want to. There's the, the world's thought disciplines. There's religions all over the world. And they're all basically working off belief system. But now here's the thing. The God particle discovery reshaped scientists' understanding of how the universe was formed and why it is still expanding. Your kinetic belief is the enforcer for your bias to expand into all that makes you you. It expands into everything considered to be beautiful. Science has confirmed one abstract of faith, and that is that nothing in the universe is random. In other words, the life that you are attracting, the life that you are exuding uh, to become is not by chance. Once you've determined yourself within your soul, let nothing deter your steps. Let no one's opinion of you being attractive or not deter your steps. Let there be no other thing to define you or to redefine you that you're going to have to now take the time out of your, your existence to go and unbecome some of these things. Let nothing deter you once you've determined within yourself who you are and how unique you are. Will beauty be different for everyone else or is this a very specific defined entity? I mean, is everyone sort of pursuing the same idea in beauty or is that just like dependent on the person? Boy, that is one of the biggest problems as we look around and we see someone else that we think is beautiful and so we try to imitate that. Mm. And that's the first mistake is when you're in the business of imitation, when you are trying to emulate what you think is beautiful, you're going to miss it. And if at, at the very best you copy it and now you have to lie to yourself and you have to 
portray yourself as something that you're not. There is an inner beauty to all of us that's uniquely, distinctly different. And so you start, you stop looking without to look within. You stop comparing yourself and opening up all the magazines and saying, that's what I want to look like, or that's what I want to look like. You have to look within and say, that's what I want to look like, because that's who I am, because that's when you're going to find your joy. That's where you're going to find your optimistic happiness. It's leading you every day because you are now becoming an expression, a, a, a floral arrangement in full bloom of the the colors that you were meant to be with the scent that you were meant to carry and you're attracting what you were meant to attract and in in that authenticity your your soul begins to advance to completion and your mind and your body and your spirit all of that is advancing to completion and your happiness and your joy is following all of that look a beautiful person when you look at their face you think of their soul when you look at a beautiful person's eyes, you, you feel their love for you. When you feel their attractiveness, it's because of their genuineness and their virtues. You've talked many times before about uh, the fruit, or I guess you could say the symptoms of achieving a certain level of kinetic belief in a different area. Like, for example, you've talked about, you know, you know that you're on the right track when manifesting your unique self when you have peace you know peace is a symptom of sort of achieving that what do you think are some of the symptoms that you start start to show up when you're achieving your own personal beauty and you're becoming beautiful because you're working toward that you know what's some of the fruit Mm-hmm. The symptoms that kind of show up. Yeah, the the evidence that you're yeah, on the right the track. Evidence, got you. Yeah. Well, you know, the thoughts come to you, and by action or kinetic belief, you receive them. And so, it's when you are putting a purposeful um, uh, life toward pursuing beauty that we're talking about today. As those thoughts of what makes you you comes to you, and you're journaling those, you are actively. Uh, uh, making sure that you are creating a record of those thoughts as they appear, as they come to you. And then by action, you are moving toward the very thing that you are expecting to attract, that inner beauty that you want to be an expression of yourself. Why? Because it leads to happiness and it leads to joy and it leads to a full life that's a benefit to you and everybody around you. Your circle of, of friends begin to notice a change in you because you're no longer just reactionary in life. You are now uh, a response to life. You are the real essence of what it means to be alive. And so by that kinetic belief, you're moving toward the thing you're wanting to receive. It's an action as those thoughts come to you. We've talked a few times about, you know, the proverbial person sitting on the couch watching the Olympics eating eating bonbons going loser we've talked about that a lot every falls. time we need to feel better about ourselves <laughs> i talk about it a lot because i loser. do that with the olympics and i'm and i'm so guilty of doing it with the hallmark movies too mm-hmm. i'm like why does why is her hair like that but that's what i was going to say though is i mean it's funny it's a it's funny to imagine that but what role do you think that plays in achieving your own beauty in, you know, not, not just not drawing comparisons, but also not, you know, sort of allowing yourself to, to look at someone else and go, Oh, well, they should have done this or they could, they could do this or, you know what I'm saying? That I don't know quite the kinetic, label to yeah, put on that. I got you. Kinetic believers working in the law of attraction, they get out of the, they get out of the comparisons and we, uh, you know, you stop looking at others to find fault and you, you get over here on the plane of real of a reality where you can see other people and and love them for where they are. You love babies for being babies. Grown up, uh, grown ups acting like children. You love them for that. The what you would think is less than you is actually not, and everything becomes relative to itself. And this becomes the lens for life. You see, thoughts of the highest viewpoint of your life attracts what you imagine when you're believing to act upon those ideas. And the substance of things that you're hoping for, uh, as you're working through your kinetic belief, it's now powerfully attracting the genius of ideas, the genius of your personality. And you are appreciating and loving the genius of everyone else's ideas. 
Just like if you go to the playground and you're admiring a group of kids in the sandbox playing, you're loving and admiring them for the genius of their personality at that stage of existence, at that stage of their own awareness. And you're not critiquing them saying, well, I was this way when I was that age, or they should be doing it this way. No, in children, we give them a pass and we are appreciating them for the expression of who they are. And a law of attractor, someone who's successfully living a life as a kinetic believer, is doing the same thing regardless of who we see, regardless of what race or religion or nationality, everybody all of a sudden becomes uniquely beautiful where they are in, in their own life, in their own practice. What would you tell people to watch out for, to keep an eye out for in their personal relationships, things that people are doing around them or saying to them that's going to be detrimental to their them achieving beauty and and this process that, that they're working on well you don't want to be around anybody that is judging you no more than you want to be judging them you don't want people that are negative influencers to have access to you anymore and sometimes this is easier said than done and you know something megan i found in my own life the quickest way to turn my life around is to see people like band-aids and some of them you need to jerk <laughs> off in a hurry <laughs> get rid of that band-aid and Rip get, it off. yeah Rip just it take did. it off and and don't prolong it and don't give passes and don't say well i just understand that they don't really mean to be harmful to me they don't really mean to be abusive they don't really mean to bully me around it doesn't matter listen it doesn't matter if they mean to do it or not you receiving it is going to be up to you and it does matter it does influence you and if you are uh, if you are around it you're beginning to consume it and you are communing with that negativity and it goes into your subconscious and it grows and it takes root and it changes your course it changes your destiny it changes the things that you are attracting into your life it doesn't matter if you believe it or not because if you are consuming it you see we have all these gates these windows to the soul your eyes and your ears are gates your your thoughts are just the beginning of it and these ideas, these negative influencers are actually planting seeds into your subconscious that will take root and grow. They will come out and you will attract that negative thing. So to answer your question, you have to cut those off. Now you can still relate with people, but you cannot give their negativity access to you anymore. Do you think that people really have to be championing you? I mean, because so many times uh, we, I know that I'm guilty of this. And you know, I say that all that relationship's okay, because they're not doing anything bad. But then I look at it and I think, eh, they're not doing really anything good either. You know, they're not encouraging me and championing me like like maybe I am them. Um, do you think there's room for neutral, seemingly neutral I relationships? I think that when you start the kinetic belief process as a law of attractor, this is the thing that I always recommend that you do. And to some people it sounds cheesy at first, but it works. And it's the only thing that works because otherwise we're just, you know, randomly hoping somebody that, that we can find someone that's going to edify me and champion me and encourage me, chances of that are going to be slim to none just to randomly find that person. Now, you are more likely to find people who are going to agree with you, that they are going to come into agreement. If you just say, okay, uh, Megan, you know what? Uh, this is we got something good going here, and I want to be a friend with you, and I, I, want, you, I want us to develop a friendship, and I'd love to use this as a platform. Let's agree to only, when we're together, champion each other, hmm. encourage each other, and edify each other. Right. Say it. Yeah. Get it out in the open. Yes. Have that understanding as a beginning of a friendship. And oh my goodness, That's if you have somebody point. that can is willing to do that, you've got a, a lifelong lasting friendship that's worth nurturing. That's and quite you've the agreed. Pact. It's covenant. We're going <laughs> yeah. to covenant and agree together right here at the beginning. Or, okay, I've just found this out and I love you. And we've been friends for 20 years. Here's what I want us to do going forward. There's so much negative influencing going on in this world from politics to people to, to news and bad news and bad reports all over the world. Why don't we agree right now? to become encouraging, edifying, championing each other in our relationship from now on. Can we do that? That would be so powerful, wouldn't it? And have then, that relationship. And do that with every 
person that you intend to have a friendship with and let that be your platform for going forward. And like you said, it's getting it out in the open. It's shining light on it. That's that's a really powerful thing to do because then everyone's sort of put on notice and and it becomes almost awkward if, if somebody sort of breaches breaches that covenant that you've you've put out in the open, that you've put in place. That's right. All of this is going, going to be done on purpose. You purposefully, kinetically believe to attract your best life. Creative inspiration to love others unconditionally is attracted through the thought form of unconditional love. And to those who require much, much is given. Mm -hmm. So you making the commitment with someone else is saying, you know what, I require this in our friendship. Mm, and and, and by doing so, I know that you require this for a good life in our friendship. Well, to, in that requirement, that expectation to attract the substance of that perfected friendship, much is now going to be given. The universe is going to meet that demand and expectation for more and bring the ability and the wisdom and counsel into your friendship in order to be able to accomplish that. What role does finding your unique purpose for life play in attaining beauty, becoming beautiful? Well, this is a beautiful thing about that. As you work on kinetic belief, the law of attraction, to advance your mind, body, spirit, and soul, you become beautiful. So making the object of becoming beautiful isn't really a requirement. It's something that becomes you. It's like... Um, it just manifests and you become radiant because you've worked on all these other issues and you've begun to transform into that perfected self in your mind with a sound mind, that perfected self in your body. You're becoming uh, purposefully healthy as you are attracting these healthy thoughts and the wisdom to do so. And your soul is advancing to perfected completion by um, joy is, is becoming you. Happiness through optimism is becoming you. And you're always a happy person. You're always a joyous person, and that begins to radiate. And through the radiation, the, the radiating of that the beauty and inner joy that's now exuding itself, you become beautiful not only to yourself but others that meet you. A beautiful person is one who is unconditional, whose unconditional love just fits with those that they meet. It just seems like it's it's uh, easily entreated by everyone that meets you, and they are. Non-judgmental to the deepest personal views of others, regardless of how, how other people are thinking about life. You're not in there trying to overturn someone's opinions and ideas. It's just beautiful to you. You're seeing it for what it is, for all those that you're meeting. And it's, you, there's not any judgment in you. And as such, other people just understand a beautiful person, when you talk to a beautiful person, they make you feel like they are miles and miles ahead of you, but yet at the same time, they make you feel perfect and beautiful for who you are as well. If Tell me if I'm misunderstanding this, but it, it sounds like you are um, saying that we should disconnect the notion of physical beauty or physical health weight loss, whatever you want to put in that category, from the idea of beauty. Um, am I understanding that correctly? Are those just, should those be completely separate categories? Well, you're partly right. You disconnect the pursuit of those things for beauty, and those things become beautiful. You work on these other areas, and those things change to to become beautiful. Because of, because of who they are on the inside, they become on the outside. And it rubs off on whomever should be fortunate enough to experience a beautiful person's presence. A beautiful person simply just glows because of their kinetic belief, law of attraction um, uh, pursuits. Every, here's a th Every slight imperfection, you're talking about the physical, becomes a perfection and what most would consider a physical flaw, it just completes them. Mm. Do you ever have um, ugly days? <laughs> Do you ever wake up and just feel like, I'm hideous? I, well, you know, there's, <laughs> there was a time when I used to, but I don't, go, I don't live by what I feel. Yeah, you've honed that. That's I don't a skill, live by right? what I feel. I stopped doing that many, many years ago. And as a result, and this is a great example, you know, I've not had a cold in over 20 years. I haven't been sick in over 20 years now mm. um, because I don't live by what I feel. Yeah. Symptoms don't ever take root and hold on to me because I, I am healthy. I'm not trying to become healthy. I am health. That's a interesting take on it because, you know, there's nothing more 
um, influential when you're living by what you see than than your own body because you're living you're living in your own body that's that's the vessel that you are in and you're looking at it and you're feeling it and you're experiencing it 24 7 so you know that would if there's ever a, a big thing to overcome when you're not living by what you feel it would be your body how you feel in sure. it that's yeah. right. Again, the, perp- the the person who is uh, purposefully, kinetically believing for the law of attraction to draw the essence of the original source of who they are at, into an outward expression becomes a beautiful person. You possess more talent natural to you than anyone else. Your aptitudes, they're unique and they should not be compared to anyone else. Stay in your lane to win your race. You see, the inspiration that's going to lead you to a perfected life, one that's beautiful for others to enjoy as well as you, imagines the original. Be proud of your individualism and be eager to share with others. You possess wonderful, unique gifts from your Creator. And determined to be a regifter, and then you're going to expand for more. The holistic image of your perfected imaginings as intrinsically inspired by your original self is going to attract the uniqueness of you to form. It's going to rearrange your circumstances. It'll rearrange your life. You will become prosperous in that. With a sound mind and with wisdom, you'll just know what you know because you know it. You are in tune with the uniqueness of yourself through the substance of your hopes and dreams and aspirations. All of that already exists, and you are attracting it and drawing it into form from the universe. You're creating a vacuum of expectation that the universe just moves in to feel and to rearrange and to create. So all of a sudden, you're unbecoming a lot of stuff that's not attractive, and you're becoming beautiful. Your best life is going to uh, will be to correctly desire for the expression of who you are what role do affirmations play in this because i have to say with other topics it it always felt extremely straightforward you know i i know a good wealth affirmation that's easy you know money 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 right so i'm moving in that direction but with beauty we've talked a lot about the fruit versus the root of a thing and you know it, it seems like it would be incorrect to do affirmations about physical things, but maybe that's okay. I don't know. Your affirmations, if you're talking about vocally, you know, remember that words are things. So affirmations are vital to your success as a kinetic believer. Words are things. But, you know, there's so many different ways to look at affirmations. They are important. An affirmation is you're going to say or speak or do something regardless of the way you feel based on your higher viewpoint, your thought form that you are imagining imagining into manifestation. A, a good place to begin if you really if you really need kinetic belief, the law of attraction broken down for you and you want to do it through an affirmation. You can take the physical affirmation and basically what Mother Teresa said. She said, "Let us always meet each other with a smile, for a smile is the beginning of love." Mm. Break it down and do the most simple things. Smile. Just start with a smile. You know how many times you don't smile or you pass somebody <laughs> yeah. at work in the hallway and you're communicating. You're communicating that, you know what, I'm ugly today. I'm, <laughs> I'm mad today. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy today. Well, how do you know? Because I'm not smiling at you. Start with a smile. It's the beginning of love. Remember, all this works from love. Unconditionally love yourself. Unconditionally love other people. If you're loving somebody, you're going to smile, right? So we really narrowed this down today into the the idea that that outer beauty is simply the fruit of of what's going on on your insides, basically. Um, so I want to get a better understanding of what is the root, you know, because we're all so familiar with the concept of outer beauty, physicality. What does your face look like? Your body? How do you feel? Your clothes? How do your clothes fit? But you're saying that is the fruit of a specific interior root. Um, what specifically is that root? Is it your personality? Is it what? What is that? Confidence. You're going to find confidence exuding from that inner beauty that says, you know what? I'm okay. I really am okay. No, I'm okay with who I am. In fact, I uh, choose who I am. I desire who I am. And with confidence now, I can promote that. You know, I remember like it was yesterday that um, when I did my first televised concert, as a pianist, and I, had, I was there in full with full orchestra, and we were in a studio in Atlanta, and it was live. <laughs> it was going to be broadcast live, and I have never done anything like that before at that time. And I can remember 
uh, Megan, I walked in there and, you know, I was, had, I was dressed, dressed up and, and had the puffy sleeves and I'm ready to do this thing. And I'm looking, looking what I thought was pretty snazzy and had thought puffy I had sleeves. Con- puffy sleeves. If puffy sleeves don't give you confidence, I don't know what will. Well, I think it's the other, that's a chicken egg thing. I mean, I think you have to have the confidence to wear the puffy sleeves. <laughs> it's hilarious. But I walked in there, you know, and, and, and I, gosh, I had long hair then. And mm-hmm. so I uh, go in there. And we were all set up, and the host of the show was talking, doing their thing, and 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 I'm sitting over there at the at the grand piano, and got my cellist right there in front of me, and we got timpani around, and all the musicians, and we're waiting for our cue, and I'm sitting there just feeling full of myself, and um, the lights start to come up, they're, they're on dim, and they get brighter and brighter and brighter, and I'm um, realize I'm still not on, but the lights are going up, the intensity increases, and then all of a sudden, and now none of this was rehearsed, okay, I'm just showing up to do a live televised concert on this show, oh and so cameras started rolling across the floor toward us, and I'm just watching the process, and the host is still talking to a camera on the other side of the room, cameras are rolling toward us. Red lights start coming on. Huge cameras. Now, Megan, one on my left, one on my right, these cameras come over to the keyboard, and the lenses are literally eight to ten inches away from my hands on the keyboard. And I hear the host go, and now we have with us tonight Stephen Canyon, an orchestra, to play this music for you. And bam, all attention was sent to me, and I felt like I froze where did my confidence go? I, and I'm kidding. I kid you not. I really, it, I had the sensation of having a, a baseball glove on each hand. Oh my goodness. Try to play the piano with baseball gloves. It's, it doesn't work. <laughs> but there I was, live television with two baseball gloves on that you couldn't see, but I could feel. Sure. The cameras were on and it was time to play. What an experience. Oh, my goodness. We, we got through it. I did you then played. one piece. We played. So and you didn't really they, Everybody said, well, I had tunnel vision, and I couldn't hear, and I had two baseball gloves on, and I start playing. And I do know <laughs> that I kind of went around the block on one song a few times, uh, repeating probably a few extra times. I oh know, And I only know this because my cellist kind of slowly turned around and looked at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> But we came out of it. I but feel my, like it's always the cellist that sort of gives you. The, they're the smart every, ones. Oh, they're they're so intelligent. They they're going to look brilliant at, at the rest of us and go, "What are you doing?" Oh my gosh! But you know, my confidence was gone. And you know what it is? I didn't have the confidence I needed to be successful through that process. Successful mm-hmm. in a way that I was comfortable with who I am, because I had not come in in touch with that inner being, the inner concert pianist, with confidence at that point. I hadn't fully uh, applied the lens of kinetic belief and law of attraction to attract the substance of the performer within me. Mm. So I was still part of me that showed up was an imitation, even though there was still the authentic me, the one that's creating and allowing the, the creation of music to come through me. So I was showed up double minded and that double mindedness now destroyed my confidence. And I had to somehow get through just by the seat of my pants. But that's the thing that we're talking about here today. I gotta say, if you show up with long hair and puffy sleeves, you better know how to play the piano. <laughs> like, true? You better be like ready to go. You can paint it on all you want to. You can wear the boots and you can go shopping all you want to. But at the end of the day, you're still going to have to play. So it seems like really what we've what we've kind of chiseled this topic down to is that we need to replace the, the word beauty, beautiful with confidence. We are in the pursuit of confidence. Which forget is, beauty. That's right. Just forget that's it. That's exactly right. Throw it out the window. That's exactly it's toxic. right. That's right. And with that confidence, though, comes beauty. Mm, imitation. Yeah. Look, you know, imitation, just painting something on, it could be flattering, even to the one being imitated. You know, it's a sincere form of flattery, isn't that what they say? But for the creator that is in you, it's excessive adulation of someone else's purpose. You know, there's puffy sleeves and and uh, the longer hair. Perhaps, you know, was, I was motivated by somebody else's uh, uh, purpose in their life, but that doesn't work. That's not what is going to do it for you in this life. To genuinely have optimistic happiness and be full of joy and an outward expression of the essence of who you really are, fall in love with yourself first. Remove yourself from the noise of the world long enough to admire you. 
There are no creative birth defects. Your personal da Vinci is hidden within you, waiting to be believed and waiting to be admired and waiting to be loved by you. The power of creative belief developed by the imagination attracts your beauty. You are not trying to become your most beautiful self but rather using kinetic belief, the law of attraction, you begin by unbecoming the things that you are not. The state of remaining beautiful all the days of your natural experience is located in your original self. Keep that expression. Anything less is natural and requires no attention from you. I really love where we've gotten to on this topic because, you know, as a, I I don't know if this is just for women. I don't want to say that and be wrong, but, uh, it's hard work (laughs) when you feel like you're working toward beauty. You just feel like you're working so diligently and so hard. So the concept of beauty being this very natural, automatic even byproduct of focusing on confidence and the root of confidence is very cool and really takes the work aspect out of it. I heard a A girl say one time, she said, she said, guys, when you come to pick us up for a date, you need to be on time because (laughs) she said we have this list and we have a list of things that we do to get ready. And we have an apex, if you will, or a pinnacle of beauty that is reached about one hour in and every minute you're late. is a minute we are messing Uh, and we we start adding layers or glitter or something or too much issues like it will go downhill (laughs) after (laughs) after we've met that apex so make sure you're not every minute you're late we're getting uglier (laughs) it sounds like the stroke of midnight and here comes the pumpkin and and the the dress turns into something else exactly but you know there's truth in that but there's so much truth in that and we do i mean i and men do it too obviously i mean every every human being if you're focused on on the outward appearance, you are working hard to achieve a certain level of that. And so, you know, forgetting all those toxic, um, you know, processes that are uh, attached to the definitions of beauty, beautiful, whatever, um, getting rid of those and then just knowing that it's just going to show up. It's just going to pop in. It's just going to show up one day. You're going to have that Cinderella moment because you have been focusing on the true mm, root of good. all that yeah. and yeah, confidence. I, I just, I, that's very exciting to get to that point today and to understand that. Well, all of us, guys and girls alike, have an inner Cinderella. <laughs> You've got that. You've recognized Don't be it. shy. You know you <laughs> want to. You know you want to be the belle of the ball. All right. but we, I'm we talking do. to you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, recognize it and be proud of it and just be authentic. Yes. You can do this. You need to do this. You deserve this because you are in the land of the living and you are a creator created in the image of the creator. There's no reason for you to have another depressed moment. Stop believing all of the stuff people have been trying to put on you. You may have been going through a divorce or someone is uh, uh, divorcing you not because they were married to you, but because they were a friend or a family member. Uh, Something is coming against you. Maybe it's just your own imagination because you are in a world that's full of condemnation. And as soon as this is the thing, if you are experiencing that, you can finally get to the time and maybe in your life where there's no one else that has access to you that's going to condemn you or judge you. And yet you're still doing it to yourself. Those days should be over with you because you're going to be quiet long enough now to be thankful and to be grateful for who you are. You're unique and you're different because you should be. That's not a mistake. That's not the problem. So all those lies you've been believing for all of these years that your differences make you some kind of a freak is you need to cast that down once and for all. Cast down that negative imagination and believe the good thing. Love the good thing about you. Because that's the beginning of turning that smile inward and saying, I'm okay. In fact, I'm not, I'm not just okay, but I need to be who I am for me. You deserve it. That's why you deserve it. And it's through that self-expression of deserving that now you can begin to fly. Don't fly like any other bird. Fly like you were meant to fly. Go in the direction. When everybody else is turning right, you be the one that turns to the left. When everyone else is walking a certain way, turn and go in the other direction. Be unique. That inner beauty will come out and begin to radiate. You'll love the light. Because you're being honest and all of a sudden your yeses mean yes and your noes mean no. 
You are beautiful, so let that beauty shine. Well, I have to say, uh, after all this today, you are gorgeous. And you look mighty fine yourself. <laughs> well, thank <Beautiful>. you. <laughs> beauty, I love it. Um, okay, well, this has been just a beautiful topic. <laughs> beautiful topic. <laughs> <laughs> and I really did, I really did achieve such a deeper understanding of not just what beauty is, but, but really where it comes from, what that root is that's, you know, just the concept that beauty is the fruit. Beauty well, is the fruit. That's Getting it. that into my head. And you will understand kinetic belief in the law of attraction when you begin kinetically journaling your life. Kinetically yes. journaling that higher viewpoint, that thought form, the imagination of your inner self. Yeah. You have to be able to revisit that because there's so many things that you're going to see throughout the day. Here throughout the day that's going to contradict that perfected self-image of yourself. And by all means, you've got to uh, also, like we were saying earlier, Speak those affirmations, those daily affirmations. Words are things, and they will change your thoughts. Yes. In fact, say it right now. I am so thankful. I am so thankful for the wisdom. For the wisdom to not speak of negative things. To not speak of negative things. I'll not agree. I'll not agree with the negative thoughts. With the negative thoughts of friends, of friends, family, family, politicians, politicians, or news. <laughs> or news. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the wisdom. For the wisdom to not create. To not create negative circumstances. Negative circumstances. For myself, for myself, with the substance, with the substance of negative words, of negative words. That should do it. That should do it. Uh, beautiful. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, and I like that you just mentioned journaling because you know if confidence is what we're seeking, and it is, then getting to know yourself through journaling, through the written word, through reading, writing, uh, revisiting—that's um, huge. That journal is absolutely huge. I don't—I don't know of anything that could um, spark confidence in yourself and in your own identity more than than that guided journal. There is a battle for the mind while you're here while you're here in the land of the living and so you've got to consume yourself and immerse yourself constantly in these ideas and these thoughts of a better life of a perfected life and you do it through journaling and you do it through going to the master class workshops that we conduct or somebody's go to something read the book stay immersed in it turn off the noise and the negative the negative influencers in your life stop watching those those fables full of of uh, wickedness and dark things because as you consume that it's going to begin leading your life into negative directions well and one of the worst things i think you can do is you know you're just scrolling through instagram and you're just so bombarded with what the world says you're supposed to be supposed to look like so you know like you're saying getting alone or having those uh, solitary moments with that journal it's gonna abs- it's gonna revolutionize the way you see yourself look at negative influencers as junk food and oh, you know yeah. come negative influence processed. coming from it's processed <laughs> stuff it's not good for you yeah. in fact that will have more of a negative impact on your physical body your mental body your your spiritual body your soul there's nothing else that will negatively affect all of you than negative information yes seek out the positive that's the key seek out the positive that's life it's I like health that. well i can't wait to see all of our beautiful listeners at a master class yeah coming up soon make sure you're you're following us along uh, with our website go to kineticbelief.com to find out where the master class is the workshops come and attend one of those we'd love to meet you personally we yes. roll up our sleeves and start uh, start speaking in your life and we work through some of the the things that you've been dealing with and i have to say if you need a massive infusion of positive influencers that ma- that master class is it it's like hooking up to a positive IV or something. Oh, it it, it, Total it works. It works for me too. And I'm I'm always I just so appreciate all of you joining us here for the podcast, Law of Attraction Kinetic Blake Podcast. And I don't ever take our listeners for granted. Um, you know, we and just I can again tell from the emails that we get that, you know, we have found each other. Yeah. As family. Found our tribe. Our mm. vibe attracted our tribe. You want to send us an email, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. We'll get it here. Yeah, you can send us questions, comments. and We, we love to, to read these questions, and that actually gives us a lot of inspiration for the show as well. Um, yeah, send us an email, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com, and check the website for adding dates every single week for those master classes new dates new locations in the u.s and also abroad are are being posted really soon um and the guided journal it's going to be on there so much you know i've i have really thoroughly enjoyed doing the podcast daily it's monday through friday and i know tomorrow is going to be just 
packed full of all kinds it of information. Is. I'm really looking every forward to it. Every single day, I feel like we barely get through everything we need to, but we somehow do it. We're doing it. We are clippity-clop racing along, having a great time with it, too. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Well, thanks again for today. This has been so informative and life-changing. And, My pleasure. And I'm so excited to go out there and just pursue that confidence. I'll see you back again tomorrow, Megan. Okay, see you then. Thanks. Bye.